Hello Spectrumites and other people. My name is Forrest and welcome to the Pancake King, Life and Marriage on the Spectrum. The podcast for you to learn about the autism spectrum, learn what it's like for someone like me to live on the spectrum, and what marriage is like between two people on the spectrum. How do you pick up the threads of an old life? How do you go on when in your heart you begin to understand there is no going back? There are some things that time cannot mend, some hurts that go too deep, that have taken hold. These aren't my words, but you might recognize them as Frodo Bagginses in the film The Lord of the Rings, The Return of the King, after the Hobbit had returned home after his long journey to Mount Doom and back. At this point, the enemy that threatened the world was destroyed, and a new era of peace had been ushered into Middle-earth. This is all fine and dandy, except for one thing. Frodo will never be able to go back to the old life he had had before he left the Shire. His experiences on his adventure had changed him, in some ways, permanently. The sword wound he got in his shoulder, in the Fellowship of the Ring, was only healed to a certain extent. It was never going to heal to the point where Frodo wouldn't notice it anymore, not even with the best elvish medicine, magic, whatever, was able to do this. This was a physical wound, but Tolkien wrote about this with the understanding that very rarely do people come out of experiences like that unchanged. He knew this after having served in World War I and come out of it alive. Peter Jackson, the director of the films, had at least a good understanding of what Tolkien was trying to communicate through this point in Frodo's life. It led Frodo to accept that there was no just resuming normal life in the Shire after taking the One Ring to Mordor and destroying it in a lake of fire. Not only that, but he decided to leave the Shire again altogether and join a few others to sail into the west where the Undying Lands were, and there he'd be able to rest. If I may get religious here for a second, the Undying Lands was a pretty obvious contrast to the biblical portrayal of heaven, and I'm not gonna lie, sometimes I wish it was that easy to get to heaven. Just board a ship and let it sail me there. I've definitely felt that way a few times, especially over the last few years. Which actually gets me to where this is going. I was a fan of the Lord of the Rings when I was a kid, but Frodo's words never really resonated with me. Well, they do now! At 28 years old, living in a post-COVID world where the effects of the pandemic will most likely always be felt. The world can go back to normal, whatever that even means anymore. But I'll always remember 2020 and 2021, as much as I wish I didn't. After the pandemic was declared over and people started moving on with their lives, I thought I could just shrug those years off and dismiss them as a mere speed bump, something that was felt for a second and forgotten about the next. I got sick with COVID once, I got over it, the lockdowns were lifted, most people stopped wearing masks, I can just move on as if it never happened, right? Eh, wrong. The pandemic brought about change that my mind still wrestles with subconsciously. Sometimes it pushes its way to the front of my mind and I'm forced to face the ramifications of the last several years. The lockdowns isolated me and made me feel more alone. The pandemic replaced the picture of the world with another one almost instantly, and even now, the old picture isn't still fully back. Sometimes I feel really nostalgic for 2019 and would love nothing more than to go back. I'd love to take the best that year had to offer and the best I have now and put them together. It's like a, it's like a nice big super year. That would be my version of normal. 
My mind would feel less chaotic and confused, which even after three years since the start of the pandemic, it still is. Up until then, my mind was used to a normal that I grew up with, and for it to just simply go away forever, in just a week's time no less, it deeply affected me. When the pandemic started and we all had to make some compromises in our lives, people called it the new normal. And I still hate that phrase. I didn't get to pick what was normal for me. It was picked for me. As someone on the autism spectrum, that's not something that's just accepted without question considering how important sameness is to spectrumites. Normal implies permanence. The Merriam-Webster dictionary even describes the word at one point as not deviating from a norm. Why was it called normal? if the assumption was that we'd all eventually be able to revert back to what we were doing in 2019. Another definition of normal in the Merriam-Webster dictionary is occurring naturally. What exactly was natural about it? I saw the world change around me in a way I'll never forget. Some of those changes still with us today, and I saw people act in ways I'll never be able to forget. I had a certain mindset about people before the pandemic, but now I have a different one, and I'm sure a lot of you do too. It's harder to have patience for people now. It's harder to feel compassion. I really thought that I'd be able to just forget, quote-unquote, the pandemic, and move on as if it was still 2019, but that's impossible. Now I could sulk and whine and complain about it, but there's no use for it. This thing happened in my lifetime, and I'll have to live with that. But it doesn't mean it has to be the driving force of my life all the way until the end. The pandemic revealed things about people, governments, and institutions that can never be unseen. I'm much more skeptical about what I hear now than I ever did, and I can fall into a cynicism trap sometimes. But I also came out of the pandemic more motivated than ever to pursue things I can be passionate about, and do the things I really love without living my life passively. Because as so many of us learned, Life, and how we live it, is so fragile. It's not always possible to set a normal for ourselves that'll be able to stick, and it's not just the way the world looks around us. It's what we learn, what we experience, and what we do that can change the course of our lives in unexpected ways. And then we have to adapt. It may be harder for Spectrumites. It's even painful at times. But Spectrumites can adapt. Thank you for being with me on this journey through Season 2 of The Pancake King, Life and Marriage on the Spectrum. If you're a paid subscriber on my Substack, you'll continue to get each new review my wife and I do for the show Extraordinary Attorney Wu throughout July, and the third season will start in August. Become a subscriber if you haven't already on my Substack at thepancakeking.substack.com, and you'll be one of the first to know exactly when Season 3 of the podcast begins. See you all then.